winner. So I'm off to like Popeye for spinach. Let me finish. Don't talk to business. This is how you get dogged and make sure we get it. I got some new shoes and they still in the box. If he don't pay dues, then he's still in the box. My strap never locked. I pull it like socks. Cause the same time I'm dripping like Vegas. Don't slide. Don't slide. This road. Welcome to another episode of Live with Carisha. I'm your host, Carisha Diva. And today we went all the way back to my hometown, Philly, for one of the dopest, hardest female rappers, lyricists, songwriters I've ever met. LG Team Genius. What's up, Queen? What is up? What is up? What is up? Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. It's so crazy that you're from Philly, too. So shout out to Philly. Shout out to the hometown, man. Let's get it. Yes, shout out to the hometown. Listen. I was like, so I don't even know how I, I heard about you. I was literally up late at night, as always, never sleeping, searching through my, my IG feed. And then I see, I don't even know how I got to your page because I wasn't following you at first. But I see somebody say something like, oh, if Missy Elliott and Buster Ross had a baby, this would be her. And I was like, <laughs> oh, wait a minute now. Because Missy is yeah. like the bomb and Buster's the bomb. So I'm like, let me see what they talk about. So I went to your page. I'm like, oh, she from Philly. I started listening to the music. Girl, you really out here, you doing the thing. I'm so honored. I'm honored to have you on the show. Yeah, congratulations to everything. Thank you, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, how you been taking in all your success? First, let me start with your name. How did you come up with your name? It's very unique. Yes, uh, so my rap name started, so it was actually birthed as a lyrical genius. So I started rapping a long time ago. I dropped my first project when I was... Um, you know, like nine, 10 years old. That's when I first started releasing music, like literally traveling, performing. Um, and then, you know, as I got older, you know, a lot of people used to call me Lyric for short. Uh, and then some people would just call me like just, just G or just L, like, you know, I get through college and people just nicknaming me like, yo L, yo G, yo LG, whatever. And so I just stuck with the LG. Um, but just like uh, back in the day, there was like Team Breezy, for example, I was like, no, nah, I'm going to make something for like, for the people who rock with me. So I was like, let me come up with something. I was like, all right, well, my rap name is Lyrical Genius. I'm going to come up with Team Genius. You know what I'm saying? And then Team Genius just became like this whole movement in college. Like we started throwing parties and events and like, I would just perform at all my events. And that was like a big way that like I promoted my music before I graduated. And the Team Genius just stuck around. And uh, when I started finally releasing music on DSP, I would put LG but like all these LGs would come up and people would have trouble finding my music. So mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just go ahead and make the decision to just change my rap name to LG Team Genius. Cause you know, if you know Team Genius, you know I'm LG of Team Genius. Just like ASAP is like ASAP World and they got ASAP Ferg, ASAP Rocky. Yes, the so ASAP LG Team Genius. I like it, I like it. So what was your ultimate reason? Cause you know what? I, I was just talking to, Somebody, I have to do like a little later. I got to do some media runs later with somebody from Philly. I was just talking to somebody. Like, you never really see artists like leave Philadelphia. You know, when we be in Philly, it's like sometimes we be scared. I got cousins, uncles, aunts that have been in Philly all their life. They'll never even want to go across the bridge of Jersey. So what was your ultimate reason to like take that leap of faith and leave Philly and go to L.A.? Well, you know, um, it's funny. My, my rap career... I started, you know, I'm a Philly artist at the end of the day, but when I went to college, that's when things really started to take off for me, and my school was closer to New York, so I did a lot of shows and tours in New York and all of that stuff, so when I got back to Philly, it was like I was going to a new place, because technically my buzz started in school, you know, traveling, doing tours and all of that stuff while I was in college, so when I came home to Philly, I'm like, you know, I got all this buzz in school, I come home, and nobody knows who I am. And it was like I was starting all over, so for me, Philly, like being in Philly doing music, 
it was an adventure because it was fresh out of college. It was like, all right, cool. I got to build my name up again here. Let me make this run. I started doing events everywhere. And truthfully, I wasn't even looking for a way out of Philly when it happened. I just got the dopest opportunity. And, um, you know, it was out here in LA. And it was like, yo, it needs you to move out here. You know, you know, compensate you to come this way. And I'm like, you know what? Why not take a chance to see what happens? And that's how I got here to LA. And that's how it all started. What? So how long have you been living in LA so far? So I've been to LA for two and a half years. Wow. Uh, and I came, I came out here to do, uh, I do like sync and licensing, like a lot of music for uh, big brands on TV. So like, you know, commercials and uh, movie trailers or show trailers typically have my, my music on it. Uh, Space Jam 2, they had a TV uh, trailer that featured my song as well. Uh, when Space Jam 2 came out, that was on television. So that that's my full-time job here. Yeah. That's what's up. I'm just looking like, yes, my Philly sister. You want to step ahead of me, but it's okay. I can, I can let's, let's go back one second. Because <laughs> congratulations on placement on Space Jam 2. That's super dope. Big movie. I think LeBron James is in it, right? How did, okay, so how did you get the placement on Space Jam? So I actually, the song that ended up on the Space Jam 2 trailer was a song that I originally made a while back for, for a video game company. Uh, and then it was actually featured on a, an Xbox promo for 2020. Um, and the, you know, the company I work with, Lyric House, they're amazing. Like they do so well for me. Um, they shopped it to, to Space Jam too. I mean, it was a big surprise for me. I had no idea that they were even pitching it for that. And they just hit me up one day like, yo, by the way, you just locked in Space Jam too. Here's the trailer. I'm like, what? what? Like, that's how fast, like I had no idea it was coming. She just sent me the link to the trailer and I was like, word okay let's go and like it was just it was madness it was madness but it just came out the blue but shout out to lyric house you know they're always they're always working hard for me and, and that was the, that was all their work right there that's what's up so what's your what's your thoughts i keep it real what's your thoughts right now on philadelphia and the hip-hop scene do you feel like they're progressing in the hip-hop industry because like I mean, Philly is a, it's a hard city to break. Are you giving me that look? Cause you know where I'm coming with this. Philly mm -hmm. is hard to break into as a, as a rapper, especially a female rapper. Like they don't really have like that, that black Hollywood scene like we got in Atlanta. They definitely don't got like the big Hollywood scene in LA. So when you're a rapper in Philly, it is kind of hard to go big. Like, do you feel this, the hip hop scene out there is progressing or do you feel like it's not really going where it needs to be going? Um. A good friend of mine always says every great label has at least five Philly writers on it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Philly, um, I think obviously every city we got like their own underground movement, their own underground thing happening in their city. Um, and granted, I'm happy that I was able to experience it, but also find the time to, to move forward and like get in the mix of other cities and, and universal stuff that's happening as well. But I think that, uh, you know, being here in LA, I meet so many people from Philly, so many writers, musicians, you know, so many people who also play the background, but have strong parts in some of the biggest records on the radio. Um, so I think for Philly, uh, it just depends. It depends on what you're looking for. Like, you know, if you come in with that drill rap stuff, you know, Philly is a, a great place to, to breathe a, a fan base for drill rap. You know, that's like, that's in, you know what I'm right. saying? But at the same time, you got your, you know, your little Uzis, your, you know, your Tierra Wax, you know what I mean? Sometimes Philly might not be ready for those outlandish 
creative ideas that we have. And so I think it's always good to kind of put your music and sprinkle it in other places. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But as far as we got some fire, fire artists. I know so many dope artists that like, you know, I used to be in the, the, the show chains with and see them at events and they're doing their thing right now. And they're killing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that the more Philly artists that get put in place, the more avenues we have from the underground to make it to where we're trying to go. So I think with the internet and the change in the industry where it's kind of like not everything is so controlled, anyone can kind of take off at the right, you know, at any moment with social media, it, it gives us a lot more opportunities. But, you know, I'm excited to see where Philly go in the next couple of years. Cause I know some people right now that's busting their ass, you know, they working hard right now to- Yeah, to no, shout out to DJ Diamond Cuts. Shout out to DJ Diamond Cuts. She got some, she got a hard lineup. She got a hard lineup. So I, I agree. I definitely think we're going to see some more 215 artists as make it to the big stages. That's Absolutely. what's up. Yeah, yeah. So I saw your freestyle with DJ Cosmic Cab. Eight minute, eight minute freestyle. Shout out to Cosmic Cab. I was like, oh, Lord have mercy. That, girl, I had to be honest. That's what took me so long. I watched it three times before we started the interview today. Um. I know you was like, what's taking so long? Me? I had to watch it again because you took hey. a little bit of my edges with them lyrics. I was like, Lord Girl. have mercy. She's going <laughs> in. Hey, Cosmic Cap, he just told me, keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep going, keep going. How'd you go? Yo. So Cal was Go ahead. I'm gonna let but you go ahead. That's that, you know that's a gatekeeper. Like, what's that moment mean for you to get up there and, and freestyle for like one of the gatekeepers of our city? I mean, it was an extremely huge moment for me. Uh, a huge, huge moment for me. Um, it felt like yesterday, you know what I'm saying? It was right before I moved to LA. And, um, you know, shout out to Kev, shout out to Mr. CMP. You know, he, he's the one who made the, that all happen. And um, Kev hit me so random. Like he just called me on the phone. I didn't even know he had my number. I'm just like chilling. I had just dropped a music video called Burning Crosses. And, um, you know, he hit me up like two days later. No, I think it was the same day the video dropped. It was February 1st. And um, he just called my phone. I had no idea who it was. I was like, hello? And he's like, hey, yo, so um, yeah, if we can get down to the to the station like five, six o'clock. Uh, I'm like, Wait, hello, who this? And he's like, oh, oh, it's Kev. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> he's like, yeah, mind you, it's like three o'clock. He's like, yeah, get down like five, six o'clock. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm gonna be there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he like, yeah, pick some beats, whatever. So I get down there to the station. I brought the three beats that I was thinking of. I played all three beats. He was like, nah, no, I ain't feeling these three beats. Like we need something else. Like, you know, I, I want to hear you on something else. So now, bam, my plan is out the window, right? Cause I have three beats with three different, you know, three flows for those beats. And now Kev like, nah, we need something else. So now we just fishing through beats online and we found the Jada Smith icon beat. He was like, yeah, this is it. This is the one right here. So I'm sitting there listening to the beat, you know what I mean? Two, three minutes in, I'm like, damn, I don't have nothing to go to this. <laughs> like, I don't got no bars for this beat right here, like that fit this beat. So I said, I was like, yeah, Kev, let's do it. I'm going to just freestyle. I'm going to just rock out and just flow with it. I was like, if you want to, you know, I'll freestyle. And whenever you feel like it, you can throw me words. And I'll just, I'll just build off your energy. And he was like, all right, let's go. And literally, we hit record. And that moment happened just as it happened, like top to bottom. Like, that's, Congratulations, that's what... Queen. He even told you to come back. Thomas said, we need to get you back in 30 days. So listen, you did something right. So it really do be off the dome at the come on show. Like, 
that it's not pre-written the freestyles like y'all really come in there and just now granted i i wouldn't be mad at somebody if they had something pre-written i've seen that before i think that is also a big part of like just the culture of hip-hop to kind of show what you have when you're on there so if you want to come on there do a little written do a little mixture do a little freestyle I respect that too. You know what I'm saying? I think it's right. a mixture of all that. For me, it just worked out in a way where it was like, I ain't got nothing that I can confidently say flows with this beat. And I feel confident that if I freestyle, I'm gonna just catch a vibe that will go better. You know what I'm saying? And that's what happened for me. But I freestyle all the time. Like that's that's just like, I was breathing on freestyle. And that's, my mom used to throw me words while I was eating cereal in the kitchen. Like it was like a thing for us in the house, so. What? That's what's up. Yeah. Is she your biggest supporter? Absolutely. My mother, my grandmother, you know what I'm saying, right here. Oh, and, that's beautiful. So yeah. who is your musical inspiration? Like, I know you you being compared to Missy and, and Busta, but like, are they your, are they your phase? Like, how do we get this? I love Missy. I love Busta. I actually met Busta once before. Um, they're big big favorites of mine. I'm a big music head. So I like so many people. Like I got so many faves, like, you know what I mean? I got a top five rappers, top five singers, writers, all that. But uh, some of the people who really inspire me, um, obviously you got your Missy and your Busters, but you got like Queen Latifah, you got um, Jay-Z, Kanye, J. Cole, Kendrick, all the lyricists, Nas, Andre 3000. Like these are the people I listen to and I'm like listening for moments. Like, oh, he said this, 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 that's crazy. Like Eminem, these are the people who like just, like I'll be listening to songs I heard a hundred times and be like, damn, I ain't never catch that bar. That was crazy. And they make me want to step it up when I'm writing. Like, nah, I need to really do some crazy stuff right here. So I listen to a lot of those guys. And, you know, I listen to a lot of variety of music, but far as lyricists, definitely a handful. You know, like I said, Jay, Yay, Cole, Kendrick. You know I mean? These is my everyday's Eminem, Andre 3000. You know what I'm saying? A little Pimp C from back in the day. You know what I mean? It's a little right. KRS-One, if you want to go that route. I got a couple old, old school flows I like. You know what I mean? That I listen to Big Daddy King, Rock Kim. All of it. All of it makes me who I am, for real. I like, okay, so you like the, the ghosts. Like, you really coming with the lyrics. So you going after the people that's, like, really giving us substance in their music. I love it. I love it. And you actually have a show coming to MTV. Can you talk about it? Give us a little bit of the backstory. I can't you say a little much. bit of the tea. A I little can't bit. Say much. I can say that I am going to be on a new show, and uh, it'll be next year, you know, early next year. Um, and it's, it's a very, I want to say it's a, a more private approach to my life um, because it's, it's more about my relationship and, and my love situation um, versus like a lot of people see me just in the music world, just rapping and doing my thing or having fun, doing shows. But I think that a lot of people don't get to see my, you know, personal life and things like that. So it is an opportunity to, for people to kind of get a, you know, a, a quick little snapshot uh, of my life behind all the music, you know what I mean? And it involves a lot of my close family and friends. So it's gonna be it's gonna be something for people to watch. Um, but that's as well, that's about all I can say. Just know that it's coming, it's done, it's shot, and I'm excited for it for sure. Big things popping. Okay, so it's kind of like you're giving us a, a reality type show. Yes, it's, it's definitely more private, you know what I'm saying? real life story stuff, real stuff, you know, you get to see me open up, you know what I mean? And 
and really talk about what's been going on behind the scenes of all the music and stuff that's been happening as well. Yeah. I like it. I'm excited for that. So you're a female rapper and shout out to all the female rappers. Shout out to all the female rappers right now. Everybody's doing their thing. We getting all kinds of different styles from everybody from the mainstream to the independent girls right now. What's your thoughts with like the female rap game? We had so many people weigh in and give their opinions, even when we didn't ask for their opinions. I mean, JD had one on and say said last year, like they're over-sexualized. CeeLo Green was like, they're over-sexualized. Mm. Other people have been saying female rappers is, is doing a thing right now. Like it's a, a beautiful time right now for y'all. What's your thought process? I think that female rappers are making an extremely big impact on the game right now. I think that female rappers are a big part of everything moving in the game right now. And I think that's dope. I like to see uh, multiple female rappers rather than the same or different, all kind of winning at the same time. You know what I'm saying? And I think it was recently a few weeks ago where I seen it was like Lizzo and uh, Cardi was in the top 10. And then I think it was like Meg was in the top 10 as well. For, I think it was that shit. And uh, somebody, one of the blogs had posted it. And I was like, yeah, this is dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm that comment under there. Like, yeah, let's go, turn it up. You know what I mean? I'm big on that. And I'm big on, like, females coming together. You know what I'm saying? Even from uh, the City Girls, they did. They had Missy to direct their video. That was dope. You know what I'm saying? Percolator, yes. Percolator, that was crazy. I was excited. Like, I was one of the people when I was watching it. Like, let's go. I couldn't wait for that to drop. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I see females come together, I know it's going to be something powerful. So, I'm all for it. I'm all for everything happening in the industry. And I love the variety of talent. Like, you know, we got all different styles of, of female artists, singers and rappers, you know what I mean? Kind of doing their thing. So mm-hmm. Did you see our young sister, Chloe, at the VMAs with Lord Have Mercy? She's a beast, man. She's a beast. She can do no wrong in my eyes. Shut <laughs> it down. Shut it down. Oh, so who would you who would you like to work with? Who you want to get in the studio with if you had your pick? Uh, well, it's funny you mentioned Chloe. So I actually was watching them when they was little, little, when they did the, the love on top, you know, cover. Me too. Like, I've been following her for years. years. I love those girls. I love what she's doing. Like, obviously, definitely a goal to work with her and what she's doing. Moving mm-hmm. up. Um, there's a lot of people I want to work with, man. Um, obviously, there's legends I want to work with. Of course, the Timberlands, especially because I'm a rapper, rapper. Like, I like the snap on the beat so like there's just some some producers that i'm just like let's i need to get in there with you like i would love to get in with tim i would love to get in with uh with swiss i would love to get in with you know obviously like the yays and all of that um there's some artists on the rise that's been doing anything that i really like i really mess with uh, i like blue i like koi ray i like toby lou you know what i mean i like toby and fat like I love Toby and Fat. I, yeah. I think I'm gonna go see them at the Tabernacle next month in Atlanta. That's God sure. willing. God was, willing. Yeah, yeah, they dope as hell, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that'll be a fire collab with y'all three. Fire and, collab. Yeah. I lose some more edges if you get into it in the studio <laughs> with them. Lord have mercy. This is going. It's gonna be too many, too yeah. much lyrics, too much dopeness. I had to mentally prepare for that way, but I think that'd be a good look for you. So <laughs> one thing we do to close out the show, I don't know if you watch it. Oh, I have one more question. Where were you mentally in 2020? That was a very dark time for us. You're a very woke artist. Um, I like how you 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 put it in the music, especially your song YBM, like mm. our the new age black community, we is not our ancestors. And you really 
really, really spoke about it on YBM. 2020 was really, really dark. Like, where were you as an artist? Man, um, 2020, yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was powerful. Um, for me, 2020 uh, was a time where I was able to dial in musically because obviously I wasn't able to, to, to do, you know, to work or to do uh, sessions in person. So we did, I set up a whole virtual setup at home so I could do sessions at home. Mm -hmm. And I just locked in, man. I did like two sessions a day. I knocked out like 120 songs during uh, 2020 when everything was shut down. And a, a lot of my uh, success this past year in 2021 came from the music I created in 2020. So like making all those songs and like just focusing on briefs and knocking stuff out um, allowed me all the opportunity I have now because all that music is paying off now. You know what I mean? Right. Just like the Space Jam situation, that song was made during the pandemic. I made that in March, you know what I'm saying? Right when everything shut down, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of the music that I created in that time is taking off now for me in this world. And as far as YBM, you know, that just came from a real, real place for me. You know what I'm saying? Just watching the news and watching everything that was going on and seeing it outside my window. Because uh, during the beginning of the pandemic, when it really got bad in March, I went back to Philly to my family's house and I was staying there. And so uh, coming into June, I seen all the rallies in Philly. It was crazy. In Philly. I've seen it, girl. Yeah, it was crazy. So uh, like June 2nd, 2020, I flew back to LA. I'm coming off the, the plane, I'm on the highway. The highway blocked all these rallies. Like literally I left one city, was going crazy, came into the next city that was going crazy. I was like, oh my God, everything was blocked off. I couldn't even get to my apartment. Like I was trying to get to my apartment, every street was blocked off. I'm like, yo, I'm telling the cops like, yo, I live on this block, you gotta let me through. They're like, no, you gotta go around. I'm like, I went around 10 times. So just being in those environments and just seeing it coast to coast, how serious it is. And like the same, it's the same energy in every city at that time. I was like, damn, this is for real. And the, the beauty in it for me was looking at the people who was out. They were so young, the young people, the teenagers, you know what I'm saying? The young adults out there, all different nationalities, genders, and you know, just all together, just marching, right. just not playing around. And I was like, you know what, damn, they have a lot to say. You know, people could say a lot of things, but the facts are our generation and these generations coming after us, we're different. We're not the generations before us. And granted, every generation is special because it all makes us who we are. But I just felt like this this Gen Z is, is going to be the, the ones that are fearless. You know, they're all fearless in their own ways, but I think that we're getting more and more fearless and we're asking more and more questions and we're being more and more educated on our own. Um, you know, and, and despite, you know, the leaders change and the, the, the energy changes all the time, you know, with, with the news and the media, but the fact remains that every generation that comes next fights a little harder and makes a little bit more progression that, that adjusts for all of us. You feel me? Right. We got more black millionaires than we had. You know what I'm saying? We got more black owners than we had. We got right. more businesses than we had. And so if we just keep itching a little more, a little more, a little more, we're going to find ourselves in a good place. And so that's YBM, you know what I'm saying? And YBM for me too, is also about embracing all of our culture. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not a fan of us like culture shaming one side of the culture, but like empowering the other. You feel me? I don't care if you are the Obamas 
or if you is a stripper in a strip club, you know what I'm saying? You still black, it's still our culture. You feel what I'm saying? The Southern culture is what it is. The strip clubs, the, the, the drinks, the, the, the cars popping up and down, the bounce. You know what I mean? Turkey came from Africa. You feel me? Like, all I of that love is it. Black. So, like, that's what YBM is about. Like, all of this is Black and all of it is dope. And once we accept that all of this is us, everyone else will easier. You know what I'm saying? So that's where the twerk part came from in that YBM. You know what I'm saying? Like, the little fun part. You know what I'm saying? Spoken like a true queen. The industry better get ready for you, girl. So we're gonna roll, we're gonna end it with hot seat questions. It's something we just roll them out. This fun questions I roll out to you. You ready? Hot seat question, I love Acrecia. Hot seat questions. Here we go, y'all. Last person who tried you. Last person who tried me? Yes, girl. Messy. <laughs> I can't say no seat questions. I can't say no names, but it was an artist. It was an artist. It was an artist out here. You have to speak the truth in the hot seat and nothing but the truth. My truth, but I can't say no names. I can't do it. Okay. Was the artist in LA? How about that? It was. It was artist in LA, a singer. And I'm just leaving it as that. Oh, no. That's it. Moving on. Should Fat Joe be dropping the N-bomb? Three seconds. That film is, is Puerto Rican, right? Yes. It, ah, see, I'm from Philly. It's a lot of Puerto Ricans in Philly. You feel me? I so know. Like, they grow up with us. You feel me? So like, I feel like, look, my mama told me something. She said, if anything that's not white is black. You feel me? She said, she said, listen, if it's not white, they didn't been through some shit too. Granted, that don't say that Fat Joe got the approval from LG. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know I mean, Puerto Ricans in my neighborhood, they grew up like black people grew up. And I hear that happen all the time. You know what I'm saying? And it's not something that like people go crazy over. I didn't even know it was in the, a question in media right now, but I, I wouldn't have gotten offended. I, I don't get offended if he does. I'll say that. Okay. What's your favorite food? I just like seafood, any type of seafood. Ooh, That's okay. me. Me too. Day. Last dope movie you watched on Netflix. I just, ooh. I watched Candyman last night. It was fire. But I want to, I want to, what was a good movie? I watched Respect. Yes. That movie right there had me ready to write, had me ready to write some songs. You feel me? I love music. Like, like movies that like that that make me want to write. Yeah, that movie was crazy. Shout out to Jennifer Hudson. She did her thing. Shout out to Aretha Franklin. They better not shirk that woman. She better get an Oscar nomination. She better get the award because I'm sick of that. She did she a great crazy. job, great movie. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. Don't yeah. think they were on Netflix, but they were both from really artistically creative movies. I give it to you. So oh, what's your- I didn't see, I, yeah, but it's okay. There's still movies. You got you got the assignment. What's your <laughs> thoughts on Nicki Minaj speaking out against the vaccine? Dear That's God. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Moving on. Is Drake the new Michael Jackson? I, ooh, I just said something about this. That's so funny. I said, um, Michael Jack. I just commented on this and I said, Mike, Michael Jackson and Drake are two completely uncomparable artists. They're only comparable in sales. And that's just where I'm going to leave that. That's it. They're two different artists. I don't compare them at all in any way, shape, or form as artists. But in sales, I get it. Stats, I get it. But musically, they're two different artists. They're uncomparable. 
to me. I, I will leave it at that. I agree with you 100%. Say you're pro-Black without saying you're pro-Black. Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. How do you do that? Um, How you do it? Okay, I got you. Here we go right here. Oh, um, here we go. All right. So listen, boom. My fried chicken, my fried chicken got to have hot sauce on the side. My <laughs> grandma got to make my my um baked macaroni and cheese. I do mm -hmm. not do raisins in my potato salad. I got it. I'm I'm there. I'm there. Follow suit. Without saying you pro black. Better take your shoes off at the door. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Cause I'm the same way. I can't even hold you. I'm like, ah, da, 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 da. the shoes are hot. And for my friends who be too damn I don't wonder. I'm like, oh, cool, I'm gonna get you some slippers. I got slippers for designated friends who be BS and I'm like, hey, it's your slippers, baby. Take the shoes. <laughs> what's coming up? Oh, what's your upcoming projects? What are you giving us? Besides the MCV show that you can't tell us much about, but you told us a little bit about it. What else are we getting from you, Queen? Oh man, um, it's an exciting time for me. I want to say that my album is done. Finally, my first LP is completed and I will be announcing the, well, I'll be posting and announcing the artwork and track list this week. So the album is done and the album is dropping October 7th. Um, also, I have an EP that's coming out on September 30th it is a collaboration EP. It's like a pop. We like a new Black Eyed Peas vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's myself. You know what I'm saying? Um, a, a pop singer and then a producer. You know, and the pop singers from Canada, uh, from Canada, and the producers from Norway. So it's like a universal collaboration. So I'm excited about that. We got some songs that's out. There's some stuff on my page already, but our EP is dropping on the 30th. My album's dropping on the 7th. So it's gonna be a busy couple of weeks coming up. Oh, that's what's up. Does the album have any features on it that you can tell us? My album has two features on it. Okay. Um, I'll tell you, uh, I have Savannah Hannah on it. Okay. So, IG, I think her IG, uh, Malibu Hannah, that's my sis. Shout out to the sis. We got a fire, fire record. She's from the Bronx, she holding it down. You know I mean? She's killing it. And uh, we made a crazy record together. It's a lot of fun, a lot of, a lot of energy, dance vibes. Y'all gonna love it. That's coming real soon. And then um, I got my boy Black Prez. You know, he's real big in, in the TV world as well, making a lot of big music you guys probably hear. Um, he's out in Germany. We knocked out a record. So those those are two of the features I'm excited about both of them. That's what's yeah. up. Okay, so we got the album coming out October 7th. Plug in your social media links. Where can everybody follow you at if they are not? Yes, I am LG. Team Genius, T-E-A-M-G-E-N-I-U-S, LG Team Genius on all platforms, Spotify, social media, YouTube, everything. That's where you can find the LG Team Genius. Or just Google me, my Google panel will come up and all the links is right there. Never lost, I pull it like slaps, cause the syndrome I'm dripping like Vegas don't slide.